You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, welcome to MLB.com Extras, talking about the New York Yankees. Uh, I'm Matthew Leach, joined by Paul Hagan, and we'll have MLB.com's Brian Hoke here in just a moment. Uh, Yankees came into the season with really high expectations, and while they maybe haven't quite played up to those expectations, they find themselves right in the hunt. Uh, it's a little bit of a Rorschach test with this club. What do you see when you look at them, Paul? Well, I'll tell you what, Matthew. I see a team that uh, it, it really surprises me that they've been able to hang in the way they have, considering all the injuries to the starting pitching that they've had, most recently Masahiro Tanaka. Uh, so I think we'll talk to uh, Brian Hoke about that. Brian? How's this team doing it with all these starting pitching injuries? Well, they're hanging in there. You know, they've uh, they've now lost four fifths of the rotation that they brought into opening day. And uh, anytime you say that about a team, you probably think that they're not going to have a good chance to go in October. But you look at it, uh, the American League is still up for grabs. The, the weekend uh, still with a, a shot at first place. Um, you know, they're hanging in there. Um, I, I think that if you you told people that all these things were going to happen, you'd say uh, that sounds a lot like 2013, and it, and it does feel that way, but uh, they're still in it, um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're in position to, to keep making some moves here where that could actually get them uh, a little bit over the hump. Well, I was going to say, back in the day, you know, we always said about the Yankees, if they need to go get something, they'll, they'll go get it, and money is no object. I think that's not quite the same now, or is it? I, I think that's still the case uh, to an extent. Uh, you saw last year ownership authorized. They said, we need offense. Let's go get Alfonso Soriano. And he was a great addition down the stretch. Obviously, that wasn't the case this year. But uh, this year, I think you're looking at it more. I, I mean, they can score more runs. They certainly could. But with the rash of injuries to guys like Sabathia, and you lost Ivan Nova and Michael Pineda, who knows if he's going to come back or, or when. And now Tanaka, the uncertainty about him, I, I think you're saying you'd like to go get a starting pitcher, somebody who can eat up some innings, and they've done that to a, a small extent with Brandon McCarthy, who should be an upgrade over Vidal Nuno, at, at least in giving length and distance, but uh, they could definitely use another beast. Brian, it's, it's, it's hard to see how this club could really line up for one of the true difference makers, David Price, or if, if Lee or uh, Hamels hit the market. Do they still have designs on a guy like that, or are they be pretty happy to add maybe just another guy who can get you six or seven innings every five days? I think a lot of what Brian Cashman talks about is incremental upgrades. So those are fine. And, and you saw that last year. Anytime a guy came on the waiver wire who was slightly better than what they had, the Yankees were jumping on that. So I think that you're probably going to see that again this year. They'd love to get a big fish. They would love to go get David Price. I just don't see how they have the chip to get it done and to make the Rays trade him within the division. Uh, I think that Tampa Bay would be very hesitant to do that. Um, they could probably go get Cliff Lee uh, if they're willing to absorb that contract. I, I don't think you want to do that either. That, that, uh, <laughs> that contract would be a little tough to take on even for the Yankees. So uh, I, I think that, again, you know, D-backs had an opportunity with Brandon McCarthy where the Yankees could slightly upgrade over what they had in Nuno. They, they jumped at it just eating a little bit of contract, and, and McCarthy pits pretty well in his first time around for the Yankees. So I think uh, those are the kinds of moves that you can look for the Yankees to definitely be engaged with, and if something bigger comes along, they'll probably go for that too. The other side of this is that 
Um, they probably haven't scored as many runs as, as they hoped they would, and, and there have been a couple guys who kind of haven't been up to expectations. What 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 is the feeling around there about guys like McCann, and obviously Beltran is dealing with some injuries, but what's the feeling about some of these guys that they brought in to hit? Do they think they're going to be normal in the second half, or are they worried about the offense in the second half? They have to be normal. You know, you have to trust the back of the baseball card and say that, Ryan McCann is going to come around and start hitting, and he has been hitting better about the last week or so. Uh, you have to trust that Beltron can get back on the field and, and be the Carlos Beltron that you saw last year and that made you go spend $45 million on him. Uh, you know, these, Girardi has said it many times. These guys have a track record of hitting, and, you know, you don't forget how to hit overnight. Um, you know, for the first 80 or so games of the season, not really what they put the money in for. But, you know, there have been guys. Jacoby Ellsbury has, for the most part, lived up to what they thought they were going to get out of him. Brett Gardner has been one of the best players on the team. I think that uh, Derek Jeter has given you more than you probably had a right to expect coming off a, an injury marred season last year. So there have been some bright spots. Uh, you know, Teixeira's power has been back. But clearly there are key contributors on this team that you were hoping more for, to get more from, and they're going to have to get that in the second half if they want to make a run for it. Brian, you, you look at the back of Brian McCann's baseball card, and you're right, but he is getting a little older. He's a catcher who gets beat up. And maybe more importantly, you know, he put up those numbers playing in Atlanta, uh, a, a lot lower, um, lower key city than New York and in the other league. He's having to make an adjustment to the big city and to a different league. How much do you think that's affected him? I think it probably affected him a little bit in the first couple months of the year, and, and there's probably part of it with wanting to make a good impression, uh, trying to live up to the $85 million contract. But I, I will tell you, he seems to have worked out something with his stroke with Kevin Long, the hitting coach here, in the last seven or ten days or so. And I, I've kind of seen a difference in his personality. There, there's more laughing. There's more smiling. He's a little bit louder in the clubhouse. Uh, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, the first eight weeks of the season or so, I was kind of wondering if he was miserable here. But I think a lot of that was just he's not hitting, and so – he, uh, he was probably beating himself up a little bit too much. Now the, the hits are starting to drop a little bit. The swing feels a little more natural to him. Uh, he eliminated the toe tap in the batter's box. that seems to have made a difference. He's kind of quieted down three or four different things in his swing. And, you know, if, if the Brian McCann that the Yankees thought they were getting from Atlanta shows up in the second half, that's going to make a huge impact in this lineup, especially considering uh, where they need it in other parts. What are they going to do about – third base. I mean, it, it seems like that's still an open question. It seems like maybe they find, kind of got an answer at second, but it seems like they're still trying to figure out third base. What's the what's the plan there? Is there an external solution? What what's what do they see when they look at that spot? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the Jan Hervis Solarte experiment, obviously he, he's back now. Um, you, you see if maybe you can capture lightning in a bottle again there. Um, you know, they, they tried Zealous Wheeler at third base. I, I think that uh, you've seen what you're going to get out of that. Um, I'm not sure it's much better than league replacement. You know, at, at some point here, I would have to think that Kelly Johnson was going to come around. He's another one of these guys you've been talking about, and it's, you know, coming into the year, Brian Cashman was saying they were going to play Kelly Johnson all over the place, play him every single day, basically until he dropped. Um, you know, they were looking at him at first base, second base, third base, some outfield. Um, you know, the problem is he just hasn't hit enough to stay in the lineup. So you would expect that stroke to come around. He, you've seen his track record. He's a guy who can hit for power, maybe not you know the best average in the world, but uh, he, he should definitely be able to produce some pop in that lineup. And I think that at some point during this year, I think Kelly Johnson's going to wind up playing a big part. Otherwise, they're going to probably stick with Solarte and, and go that route. Brian, 
home runs aren't everything, but these are not the Bronx Bombers as we know them. Does this team have enough power to make a serious run in the second half? I, I think you could always use more. The, the amazing part is, if you look at their numbers, they really haven't played all that well at Yankee Stadium, and I don't, I don't know particularly why that is. They're, they're not really using the ballpark to their advantage, um, and you know, part of it is the, the pitching, and and you know, but they've made it really hard for the pitching pitchers to to win. Even though I can remember a lot of the games, you know, starters are holding the opposition to three or two runs a game, and they're just not scoring enough. So I think that uh, you know, if you can get guys. Uh, to take advantage of that right field force the way they should be. McCann, I think, would be a prime example of that, but also to Sharon, Ellsbury, and, and, and guys of that ilk, uh, to start producing at home a little bit, uh, they can start winning some of those games that they've been losing 3-2 to two or 3-1. to one. What do they see when they look around the division? I mean, the, the, obviously the Yankees are never going to just say, well, you know, this isn't happening this year. But when they look around the division, do they see a division that's there to be won, or do they expect some some bounce back from the other clubs around as well? I was talking to that. I was talking with Brian Cashman about that recently, and uh, they they don't really feel that to be to be exact. They feel fortunate. They're they're lucky to be where they are, considering the performance that they've had in the first half, because they could have been dead and buried here, and they could be ten games out, but they're not. Um, Nobody's run away with the division. I think there's there's great parity in the East uh, for whatever reason. Uh, some of the teams that you expected to be powerhouses haven't. Um, and so the Yankees consider the most fortunate to, to still be hanging in there and, and be in position where if they can get on a hot streak, if they can win an 8 out of 10, if they could maybe make an acquisition that they need to, to get over the hump, uh, that it could make a difference. No matter what, over the next couple of weeks and, and the next two and a half months, we will definitely be talking Yankees. So, uh, Brian Hope, thanks for taking some time with us on uh, MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, along with Paul Hagan.